Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast with David Baker. David was a former paratrooper in the 82nd Airborne Division and for over 30 years has been a preacher. He has written five books and is an Amazon number one best-selling author. He is the chaplain at the county jail, pastors a church, and is the father of 11 children. Yes, 11. This podcast is here to give you wisdom for your family, your marriage, your children, your finances, your health, and your life. And now, the host of Wisdom of Life podcast, David Baker. Hello and welcome, David Baker. Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. We're glad you're here. We'd love to give you some wisdom today for your children, for your family, and knowing what to do. My name is David Baker. My wife is Laura. We have 11 children, now age 32 down to 15, okay? Quote, we're almost done. (laughs) Not really. Uh, We're never done with kids and grandchildren and life. But um, as far as what most people think of getting them through to 18 and out of the house, uh, we're on the downhill side of that. Thank you for the nice notes and messages. Uh, Want to make it practical. Want to make it real. Want to give you wisdom. And so many of these questions, people do have questions about. What do I do? How do I do this? And so that's what we want to give right now. We're in a series of the top 20 things that... uh, um, Parents have questions about with their children. They were going to do their adult children and and uh, trying to help with that. So I'm going to jump right in. And if you missed any of these, I would encourage you to go back um, and listen to these. We've talked about everything from bullying, behavioral issues, screen time, homework, uh, friendships, uh, those kind of relationships, um, academic studies, uh, struggles. So we talked about all of those, just trying to give some wisdom and advice on those things because they are very important. All right, next, organizational and time management. I love this. And it's interesting. I, I got this list. I didn't create it. I got this list from uh, looking around a lot and asking, a lot of questions on this, that the things that parents struggle with with their children, organization and time management. This is so important. Remember, one of the keys to child rearing that we talk about all the time is we're not rearing children. What do you mean? They already are children. We're not rearing children. We're rearing adults. And so when it comes to them doing things and getting things done, organization, time management, we talked about children uh, last time with school, come home, fellowship, hang out, have a snack. All right, let's get our homework done right away. Organization, delegation, um, time management, those are very, very important to be able to do. And uh, this topic is the same thing. So um, what you want to do, and when my kids were little, I got them very, very simple, a little spiral, 39 cent, 49 cent, probably 99 cents now, but a little spiral notebook, the small ones, like a three by five card size that had the spiral on the top and it would flip open like this about each of the boys one because we would have many things I tell them to do and they forgot. Okay. Hey, work, you forget at work, you get fired. Oh boss, I forgot. Okay. So it is a big deal. They're already our children. We're preparing them to be adults, organization, time management, help them with the basic schedule, Put all the things in there. You pick one page your schedule. Okay, I'm in school from this time to this time. When I come home, I have snack, then do homework. And then after that, I get to go play from this time to this time. And then in the evening, we eat. Then I help clean up. I do my chores to make sure I'm done. And then relax and do whatever until bed. A simple schedule on a Saturday. Plan. Have them do a schedule. Write it down. Uh, plan your day. And then you come and you help them with it. Oh, son, what about this? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I need to do that. Okay, what about this? Oh, yeah, I need to put that in my schedule. For you to help them with the organizational and schedule. So two things they need. Number one, a schedule. Number two, a to-do list. A to-do list. All right? So another page is to-do list. And you write those things down um, and make sure they know. All right, Thursday. We have, this is very bad, but um, somebody sold us. They bought it and got it inexpensive, but it's a soda machine. And so 
it's free, but you know you can charge with it. And you put sodas and water and icy drinks and all that stuff in there. And so my son's job is to fill that up every Thursday. So on his schedule, on his calendar, on his to-do list, he's got Thursday, fill up soda machine. Okay. Why was it that way? Because many times he'd forget and it would be empty. And so... Um, things on their list. They have the chores with the chickens, with the goats, uh, with the uh, rabbits that my son has. He has those things to be able to do. And so um, and so we help him to organize those in a plan. So um, you can get a you know, bigger thing there. Once they have a phone, you can help them with that and use time management organization systems, but teach them those things. They'll get so much more done and you'll teach them to be organized when the time that they are little. Okay. Now, uh, things like... Um, you know, cleaning the room, you know, same things. All right, Saturday. When we were kids, Saturday, um, well, we had all the house cleaning stuff to do. We had to clean our own room. Then we had a bathroom for the kids. We had to rotate between the three uh, older ones. And every third week, it was my week to do that. And then we had one of the rooms downstairs, the living room, the kitchen, or the uh, den. And we rotated in cleaning those. And it was Saturday. And you had to dust. You had to mop. You had to sweep. You had to vacuum, whatever the flooring was. And um, an organization. You knew you couldn't go do anything, play or fun, until you got your chores done. Those kind of things were good. All right. Now. Next. By the way, these may seem little to you, but parents that deal with these, these are really big. Next, healthy eating habits, okay? Healthy eating habits. Um, obesity, child obesity, teenage obesity is gigantic because parents let their kids eat whatever they want to eat, all the junk, all the sugars, all the garbage and all that. And uh, probably most parents, most of us, my hands up, um, have let them go over. One of my kids got... Um, um, a little bit bigger, and we finally looked at what was going on. He was make he was in charge of making sandwiches for the kids. He made himself five. Okay, he ate five sandwiches. Uh, then you're getting chunky. We got to work on this. Okay, and um, and so healthy eating habits help them to understand. Um, picky. Um, we didn't do that. And I'm not trying to down or hurt anybody, but we didn't do picky food. Eat it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Sorry. Eat it. Uh, we have 11 kids. It's not a choice. We're not getting something else. We did not. Um, build around what the kids favorite and what they like. Okay. It's what we have is what was on sale. <laughs> and so, sorry. Um, um, my wife's mom, they had 14 children and she said, um, you know, that uh, hunger is the best sauce. Okay. <laughs> Everything tastes good when you're hungry. Um, oh, I don't want to eat it. All right. You'll be hungry. Um, don't let them sneak food. Don't let them eat junk food. Don't let them have their own stuff. Don't let them steal food uh, to get what they want. Don't let them do that. Those are bad habits and they're not going to be good. We're at dinner table. You eat with that at the dinner table. You give them a, a, a decent amount of food that you know is okay for them to eat and you finish it. You finish it. Don't give them too much. If they're hungry still, they can come back for more. Um, don't give them too much and then make them eat it and hurt them and make them obese because you got to finish what's on your plate. But we did. Our kids and us growing up, you Eat what's on your plate. You don't get a choice. Boiled squash. Yuck. Yuck. Oh, I, mean, I would gag. I would gag eating boiled squash. I didn't have a choice. That's what's on the table. You eat it. Okay. Hold your nose. Get it down. Mom, can I go to the bathroom? No. Not till you finish chewing your food. Oh, that didn't work. Okay. Um, it's a big deal. And by the way, now things, hey, there's ways to make it where you can eat it and it tastes good. It's amazing all the things I like now that I didn't like back then. We didn't have a choice. You ate it. The, my dad's statement was, try it. You'll like it. Dad, I tried it and I didn't like it. Try it again. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get out of it, okay? They're the parents, that's supper, and you eat it. And I think that's important. I think we spoil our children too much. We give them too much of what they want. Um, and we're not going to create healthy, good 
balanced people uh, with that. Okay. All right. Next, sleep issues, uh, difficulty sleep, including bedtime struggles and night waking. Um, so, I think one of the things for sleep is peace peacefulness, tucking the kids in, praying for them. We did not. All 11 kids go tuck them in and pray for them every night. Sorry, I'm a bad dad. I didn't do that. Um, But peacefulness in the home. When they went to bed, it was peaceful. There weren't nightmares. It wasn't crazy. It wasn't, you know, they have nightmares from being screamed and yelled and a house fight and stuff like that. Uh, Peace, I think, is good. If they need help, read the Bible before they go to sleep. Make sure their mindset is good. Teach them how to meditate. Teach them how to daydream about good things and visions and doing something for God. Uh, Teach them those things so they can have peaceful time. Um, Bedwetting, sleep issues, okay? That's a big deal. You got to deal with that. We had one child. Won't tell you which one. Um, but uh, they struggle with that. So we had to stop them from drinking two hours before bed. We had to make sure right before they went to sleep that they uh, uh, went to the bathroom. And if I got up, we'd get them up and make sure uh, until they grew out of that. And they did. Um, but those type issues are big to be able to help them with. We didn't embarrass them, didn't tell anybody, uh, and tried not to make a big deal out of it. But he he was such a heavy sleeper that he didn't notice to wake up with that. It wasn't on purpose. Um, I don't think we ever disciplined him. For that, those things are accidents, and we don't discipline for accidents. We dis- we discipline with direct disobedience. Now, if he on purpose uh, doesn't want to go to the bathroom before he goes to bed, then that could be direct disobedience. But um, So sleep issues and then um, a night waking, uh, if some kids walk in their sleep. And so um, to be able to be there for them, love them, care about them, get them back to bed, help them with that, those are things that most people grow out of. Uh, and unless there are other emotional issues, I wouldn't make them as a big Okay. And the last one for today, emotional regulation. Okay. Emotional regulation. This is a big deal. And I don't think we think about it, but can children's emotions be regulated, controlled, changed, balanced? Can their emotions be helped? Yes. And I believe it's a big deal. When we allow our children to use the wrong emotion and say they'll grow out of it, already talked about that, that's not good. Um, But emotion, smile, smile. (laughs) We had one child that um, liked to pout. Okay. All right. We're not going to do that. Smile. Smile at me. Okay. Good. You better have a good attitude. Okay. Fix your attitude. If you don't fix it, I will. Okay. Yes, it's a big deal. Um, kids shouldn't be allowed to pout, moat. Um, they shouldn't be allowed to um, to um, gripe, complain, and, and act like that. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. Smile, okay? Um, help them with their emotional regulation, even during discipline, after discipline. We mentioned that the other day. Okay, that's enough. Stop crying. Dry it up. Give me a hug. I love you. All right, let's go play. Let's go play. Let's have some fun. Let's do something together. Um help them to have the right emotions. Um, Have you ever seen a drama queen? Why do you think they have a drama queen? Because they were allowed to and sometimes even encouraged to. Um, Sorry, we're not doing that. You're not going to do that. Personalities are different. I understand that. Kids are different. I understand that. But we, when they're young, try to mold them and help them. Now, believe me, I know I got 11 kids. They're different. My my son, David, when he stood up in his high chair, I looked at him and said, David, sit down. And he started crying and sat down. Just my voice and being strong wept like, wow, tender heart. Sarah came, uh, stood up in her high chair, sit down, just looked at me. Sarah, sit down, just looked at me, went over there and 
popped her hand, no crying. She sat down real slow and just looked at me. And I looked at my wife and thought, what in the world do we have here? Kids are different, okay? But it, it, again, still, it's important to mold them. Personalities are different. We're not trying to squelch their individuality, okay? We're not trying to do that. But we are trying to mold them to make sure they respond correctly to right situations, okay? Emotional regulation. And a lot of times people don't worry about that. They don't think about that. It is a big deal. Oh, they'll grow out of it. Yeah, into worse, into bigger. And you don't want that, okay? So I'm taking three or four of these things at a time, uh, simple ones today, organization time management, healthy eating, sleep issues, emotional regulation. Those are four issues. And if you need work on those and you got um, a week and then we'll be teaching some more next week. Hope that's an encouragement and a help to you. So God bless you and uh, have a great week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Wisdom for Life podcast. If you have any questions for us, email us at askpastorbaker at gmail.com and we will answer them in an upcoming podcast. The email is askpastorbaker at gmail.com.